Welcome to Aurelius Whitlock's Murder Museum. Hi, I'm Marcus Richardson. And I'm Nathan Hicken. And we're back at it again, but this time with a switcheroo of roles, which now that we start, I am somewhat scared. I think that Nathan was a very good detective, and I think I will pale in comparison. Nonsense. But I'm, I'm very excited to hear what your murder is. But like last time, we should probably get into the murder mood. So, Nathan, shall we do some mini-murders? I think so. Let's get into it. All right, once again, we're at it with Mind Trap, uh, murder puzzles or little mystery puzzles. We've uh, sorted through all the murder ones, and we're going to go, or the murder and the mystery ones, and we're going to go through a couple of them. We'll see how good they are. So, okay, you ready? Yeah. Let's go. After being in a coma for two weeks, Granny Smith died on May 20th, 1991. Candy Care was trying to comfort Granny's grandson, Smitty. Listen, Smitty, said Candy. This couldn't have come as a great shock. No, it wasn't, said Smitty. The big upset is Granny's will. My my cousin, Sid Shady, (laughs) Sid Uh. Shady, says that according to her latest will, he's going to inherit the entire estate. Granny made a will four years ago and showed it to me that at that time. It said that upon her death, I was to inherit 90% of her estate, and my cousin Shady was to get the rest. Candy examined the photocopy of the new will Shady produced. It was dated May 10th, 1991, and stated that Shady was to inherit, inherit the entire estate. It was signed by Granny Smith and two witnesses. This is a fake, declared Candy. Why? Got it. Oh, really? That quick? Do you want me to read you the first line again? Um, or is it, you... is it, she was in a coma for long enough that she can't have written it on May 10th? Yeah. After being in a coma in two weeks, died on May 20th, so she couldn't have written it on May 10th. Ah, uh, yes. Who would have thought that the coma, the only interesting detail about that story, would happen <laughs> to be the important detail? Right, right. Okay, What what, what what's the official... Verdict the on that? verdict on oh, the back. Uh, the will was an obvious fake because it was dated May 10th, 10 days before Granny Smith's death. Granny had been in a coma for two weeks before she died. Check, check. Nice. Boom. Ready for another one? I would, yeah. That's a win, by the way, for us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got that easy. Let's burn through another. Sam Sham, Captain Frank, and a few other men were swapping war stories. Sham told one about his uncle Sly, who ro- lost an arm during the war. Uncle Sly met a general who was shocked that Sly had lost his arm, and yet had not received a medal for bravery. The general removed one of his own medals and pinned it on Sly's uniform. He then mentioned that had Sly bo- lost both arms, he would have received a commission. Hearing this, Sly withdrew his own sword, and with one swift stroke, he cut off his other arm. Uh, got it. Shortly thereafter, he was appointed Minister of Armaments. Captain Frank looked blankly at Sham and said, you couldn't possibly expect anyone to believe that yarn, could you? Why not? Um, how could he cut off his other arm if he only had one? Yep, <laughs> I'm sure that's gotta be it. I mean, to be fair, I didn't catch that as you were reading it, so it took me a second. But yeah, yeah, let's see what the answer is. 
If Sly had only one arm, it would have been impossible for him to cut off his other arm by himself. Apparently, we think that he did not have dexterous enough legs to... And we don't know if he had had three arms. Yeah, you you can't just assume things. It didn't specify that he only had two. How do we know he's human? Exactly. Could have been an octopus. Oh my gosh. This could be an octopus war story. I'd I'd watch that. That, Actually, I'd probably enjoy that more, yeah. (laughs) Okay, this one's only three sentences. So, here we go. Sam Slug got out of jail and pushed his car to the St. James Place Hotel. When he arrived, he realized he was bankrupt. Ah, uh, how could he? How could his financial disaster be explained? Okay, well, I think we both know this one. So, for yep. the listener, we will give you a few seconds to consider in what context might it make sense. Want to read it one more time? Sam Slug got out of jail and pushed his car to the St. James Place Hotel. When he arrived, he realized he was bankrupt. How could the, his financial disaster be explained? Three, two, one. Monopoly. Monopoly. Let's yep. go. Yeah, we've heard of that one. Slug okay. Was playing Monopoly. Boom. Quick and easy breezy. I feel all warmed up to detect things and investigate people. Or all maybe detect right. people and investigate things. All murdered up. Interrogate. Oh, I'm so murdered up. Let's go. The woods seem to stretch on for infinity, but you know it's out there, somewhere. There. The trees part and the orange glow dances like flame on the craggly trees. Aurelius Whitlock's murder museum stands like a beacon amongst the snatching branches. You walk up the steps and the door opens, as if it was waiting for you. Inside, the dim light of the electric torches casts strange shadows on the dark wooden floor panels. The front desk is empty, but there's a silver bell with a sign that says, Ring for Service. Seeing no one else around, you ring the bell. A door creaks open from behind you, and suddenly a man is standing there in a dark suit, with a curiously embroidered handkerchief sticking out of his pocket. Hello, he says, smiling a wide Cheshire grin. Welcome. I'm the curator. We have an excellent assortment of exhibits on display this evening. You look like a discerning sort, though. Perhaps you'd like to start with one of our newest exhibits. It's just down this hall, past three doorways, and on the left. Uh, thanks. You glance at the open door. Uh, by, by any chance, you stop as you notice that the curator is now gone. With nothing better to do, you follow his directions, passing doorways to various curious exhibits, uh, a VHS tape, a, a Christmas tree, and, oh, yeah, yeah, that's an egg, an egg. <laughs> you finally find the doorator the curator was directed you to, you, and peer inside. I found the doorator? Sorry, the doorway to the, that oh. the curator directed you too and peer inside in the center of the small alcove is a pedestal with an object perched on top it's a yearbook in fact there's a plaque above it that says the yearbook exhibit that seems a bit mundane you've seen plenty of yearbooks before but wait a second this one's open to a specific page class of 2007 it says on the top followed by a grid of dazed looking high school seniors Five names are underlined in red, but your eyes drift to the corner, where a dark brown stain blurs the corner photos. You lean in, reach out a finger to scratch at it, but as you make contact with the paper, the air whooshes, your stomach turns, and your eyes roll back into your skull. 
My eyes roll back into my skull (laughs) just listening to you narrate this wonderfully spooky tale. Ooh. You blink. Once. Twice. You're in a hallway. Not the one you left, either. Take a moment, friend. This time is no easier than the first. You cough. That that sounds like the curator. As the world begins to finally come into focus, you see that you're in an unflattering blue uniform that says security. Listen closely. You find the source of the voice, an elderly security guard with familiar eyes and a Cheshire cat grin. You're a security guard at Everton High School, circa 2017. Currently, there's a high school reunion going on in the gymnasium for the class of 2007. You're here because the union insists on a guard at every school function. In about one minute, a woman is going to come rushing down this hallway screaming for your help. Here's what you need to know. You've been standing outside this door to the gymnasium for an hour. He gestures to the double doors in front of you. The last person to leave was the principal. You haven't seen anyone else enter or leave. Simple rules here. Solve the crime and you'll leave. And one last thing. He pulls out a folded scrap of paper and a pocket watch. You'll need these. See you soon. He turns and walk down, walks down the hallway and around the corner out of sight. You want to follow him, but your legs are still a bit too wobbly, so you sit back against the wall and wait. Okay. Here you are. I wait. I wait. Cool. Is a woman approaching? So as you wait, uh, with pocket wash and piece of paper, uh, you oh, don't yeah, to... What does the paper say? Ooh. You unfold the paper, um, and at the... In small typeset, it says the five students outside the gymnasium are Emil Gallant, Sydney Lowell, Kyle Miller, Aaron Lee, and Lilith Hahn. Okay, is is Aaron a boy or a girl? E R I N, girl, possibly. I I guess I can't tell <laughs> from looking at it. That's fair. Okay. Okay. So as you're reading through this, uh, you start hearing someone running towards you. Not, not, not exactly running, more like hobbling, but she's definitely shouting. She's shouting loudly, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, security, security, come quickly, quickly. Someone's been murdered. Oh my dear, what's your name? Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm Sydney, I'm Sydney. Okay, lead, me the way, uh, lead the way, Sydney. All right, she grabs your arm and she yanks you down the hallway, um, turning the corner to a, a set of double doors that leads into the library. Uh, the library, it's an old two-story room with a lower floor and stairs leading to an upper wing. The upper wing is completely dark, but the lower floor is packed with twisting bl- bookshelves higher than your head, twisting so that you can't even see the back. She leads you through the maze of bookshelves to the very back corner in a section called periodicals. And there, you see a body. You're handing over the rings to me? Yes, sir. Okay, what 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 can I discern about this body? Okay, so as Sydney is leading you down, she shouts that, hey, this is Professor Grace Coolidge. Um, the woman is in her mid-50s, um, the victim, the body, with graying blonde hair. She's lying face down in her signature brown pantsuit. A pool of blood is around her head, and there is a golden trophy lying in the pool. Her left arm is free, but her right arm is tucked underneath her body. Okay, does the trophy have blood on it? Could it have been used as a blunt force weapon? 
The yes, it's sitting in the pool, so there's blood all over it. Okay, and uh, getting closer, was she injured specifically on the back of the head? Yep, this is a definite definite blow to the head that has done in for her. Okay, well, assuming that I have full authority here, uh, for some reason. I would like to more fully examine the body starting with the right hand that is tucked underneath her. Okay, so you have to move the body. So as you move the body carefully, um, it exposes her right arm. So it looks like you find a couple things tucked in. So tucked under her arm is a yearbook from the year 2007. Earmarked is the page with the graduating seniors. The same five names from earlier are underlined. The stain hasn't quite gotten so far as far this time, so it's only a tiny bit in the corner. Um, and so you can see the words, which one sent it, which would have been covered by the dark brown stain, but now is not. Okay. As you pull that out, um, you also expose, uh, I assume you rifle through her jacket. Oh, yes, yes, of course, yeah. As you rifle through her jacket, you find two things. Her daily planner, which... Uh, I'll, I'll look at that more thoroughly in a second. Cool. Her daily planner and her cell phone. Okay. Her cell phone is clutched in her hands. Which hand? Uh, right hand. So like she was holding your cell phone. Tucking oh, the she wasn't holding the yearbook. The yearbook no, was... was... Like in the crook of her arm. Okay. I see. Okay. Um... We'll start with the day planner. I'm not sure this was said, but this looks like a high school reunion. Yes. How long has it been? Ten years. Ten years. Okay. Um, on the planner, what um, what can I ascertain about what she specifically planned for today? And are there any notable events leading up to today? Okay. Um, so it looks like she did write quite a bit for today. Uh, she... Uh, looks like she planned it out hour by hour um, ish um, as if she was taking notes. So here are the interesting bits. So five o'clock arrived to oversee setup six o'clock kickoff slash find DVD in office seven o'clock the lunchroom. What's the secret? Seven thirty grab yearbook check locker room eight fifty five auditorium meeting pushed back nine o'clock. CAR, in all caps. You notice one other thing on this page. It has a couple of pink smears on it as well. Like lipstick or like blood? Not blood. Uh, you don't think it's lipstick either. Sharpie or marker? It's not Sharpie. It's thicker. It looks almost more like paint. That's what mm. you guess. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Um, could you tell me again what it said at the yearbook? Did it say check locker room? Check locker room. And after that, it said 8.55. What is postponed? Auditorium meeting. All right. Whew. That's a lot of information. Okay. Well, so this might not be possible to figure out, but does it look like the find DVD is something that she wrote later than kickoff? Or does it look like all of this was written around the same time based on the pen? Um, It looks like... You would guess that she wrote it after she wrote kickoff, um, and you'd also guess that nine, the car and 8.55, the 9 o'clock and 8.55 were written later than the rest. Okay. Okay. I might be able to, to find this out later, but I'm curious. It Clearly, she found a DVD, and it might be sent to her by one of these individuals. 
I'm curious to know if that was sent today, but we might be able to figure that out. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, no. Found DVD. Find DVD. Find DVD. Okay. Find DVD. Okay. We'll, we'll keep that in mind. Uh, how about that, that, that cell phone? Do we have any recent calls? Um, as you pull the cell phone out of her hand, uh, you uh, click it. Um, it's locked. There's a background of a painting of a wooden ship with blurry writing on the side. Um, but you can't unlock it without a code. Okay. Uh, a number code or a password? Uh, it looks like a number number code. Got it. Um, is there anything significant about this area? Oh, sorry. What time is it right now? You look at the phone, 942. And as you pick the phone out of her hand, you notice that her hand is covered in pink sparkly paint. Interesting. Oh, man. This is so cool. Also, I feel incompetent. All right. Awesome. So anything else on on the body does the clothing look and yeah is there anything else i can ascertain anything strange about the the clothing or anything not that you can see okay is there anything significant about this area of the periodicals like what what part of the library are we in uh you're in the very back you can't see the front of the room from where you are it looks very secluded um Mm -hmm. there's not even windows back here it just it's a very private place so a place to meet with someone or a place to hide from someone that does sound like a good choice. Okay. I want. I obviously want to talk to these individuals that have done something here, but before I do that, a few other things to check. Can the upper balcony see this spot? No. No. Okay, so this is... This is under the secluded. second floor area. Okay. Hmm. I want to check, like, two other places, and then, then I'll kind of... I, I, I assume I can get... Can I get someone to, like, round up these individuals, get them to not leave? Uh, you don't know where the other individuals are. Sydney's oh with you. Okay. All right. So I turned to Sydney. I'm like, "Hey, I need I need you to 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 shut this place down. This is an investigation, and apparently, I'm the one doing the investigating." Um. I mean, okay. I I I I've already called the 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 police. Uh. Uh. uh but, but okay. I mean, you called it a murder, so. Uh, she, she she's a suspect, so I don't want to like ask her to run errands for me. Is there is there anyone else I can like say round up these people, or is that something I just uh, gotta find them? Not that you've met at this okay. point. Okay. Okay. So. Well, I trust I'll be able to meet them. Well, Sydney, I'd like to to ask you uh, a few questions. Then. Uh, uh sure, sure, anything. First of all, w- what's your your name, your occupation, and uh, why are you here? Oh, uh, uh, well. Um, uh, my name's Cindy Lowell. Um, uh, I, I am a, uh, coach here at the school. Um, uh, I, I, I coach track, uh, PE teacher as well. Um, um, but, but I, I'm here because I, I, I'm at the reunion. I, I graduated 2007 and, and so this is our 10 year anniversary, 10, 10 year reunion. Uh, Yeah. When did you start working here as a coach? Oh, uh, it was right after high school. Pretty soon, I see. Yeah. What was your relationship to the deceased? Uh, I mean, she's the principal. She she was the principal when I graduated. She's the principal now. I mean, she's the, the reason I got the job in the first place. I mean, it's not a glamorous job, but it pays the bills, mostly. 
<laughs> Mostly. I feel that. As a side note, uh, it's probably safe to assume that this was the principle that Aurelius mentioned walking out of the doors of the gymnasium? Yes. Okay. Sydney, could you kind of lay out for me how long this event was and where people generally were? Like, wh- where were the masses? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, it started about oh, 6 o'clock-ish. That's when it started. Not a ton of people arrived till later. I mean, Kyle and Lilith were obviously here. They've been here pretty long. They they, they were the first ones I saw. Um, I've seen a couple other people, but most everyone's in the gymnasium. That's where all the... It's that's where all the food is. That's where all the drinks are. That's where the music, the dances, that's pretty much all it is, is just mixing and mingling. Okay. Were there any other parts of the school that were, were they accessible and were there any other events going on? Uh, no other planned events, but I mean, the doors aren't locked. You can probably just go anywhere. That's. Do you know if there were any uh, former students that were taking walks around the place or was pretty much everyone here usually in the gymnasium i saw lilith but it could have been kyle as well it was someone with a hat i'd either of them i don't know what kind of hat are we talking about and where did you see this individual it was dark uh uh by the entrance uh it's sorry it's hard it's hard to describe it uh she, uh, she gives you a vague description of a figure who she, the only recognizable thing about them was a large hat did she know what type of hat it was or uh it could have been a sun hat it could have been a sombrero it could have been a wide brim okay. stetson wide brim it's a wide brim. um by the entrance at what time this would have been before nine so maybe 40 minutes ago, 40-ish minutes ago, 45 minutes ago. Okay. Were, were there, uh, was there an auditorium uh, meeting? Uh, I don't know. I haven't been by the auditorium all evening. Uh, were, were there any scheduled events later in the evening, like a, a keynote speaker? Oh, no, that happened already. When was that? Uh, that was pretty much near the beginning, so 6.37. And was the speaker Professor Grace Coolidge? Uh, principal? Yeah, uh, yes. Well, Kyle and Lilith kicked it off. So they gave a little opening speech, welcomed everyone back, talked about some memories or whatnot, and then I'd probably say half hour, 45 minutes later, maybe even an hour, the principal went up and talked okay okay cool well i i obviously need some more information about kyle and lilith and these other individuals but maybe i shouldn't grill sydney for all of this so i'll I'll probably ease up on her but i will ask um sydney i'm I'm noticing that you're walking with a a little bit of a limp is that impeding at all for you being a, a track coach she turns beat red she is speechless for moments. Uh, very clearly not something she wants to talk about. Um, she she shakes her head um, and says, no, no, I, 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 I can do my job just fine. And I, and I hate to, to, to pry, but is, is this a, a recent injury or is this an ongoing uh, problem you have? No, it's not a recent injury. Okay, I understand. 
sorry to pry and and thank you for leading me to the body um don't leave town in fact don't <laughs> leave this school building uh uh okay uh i did you mind if i just go back to the gymnasium i'm feeling a little dizzy uh, of course, and I, I can lead her back uh, with me. So as you exit the library, um, you go left down the corridor and back to the gym, and she slips inside to where there's a raving party. All I mean, raving party, it's like late 20-year-olds. They're not doing too many crazy things. It's, it's you know, <laughs> lights, music. Lots of food. It's Lots loud. Of just, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, be- well, before I, I let her in, I'm like, wait, how did you discover the body? Oh, uh, I was, the party was getting stuffy. So I thought I'd go take a walk and I, I wandered outside for a little bit, but it was getting too cold. So I came back in and thought I, I'd relax in the library. I can't explain it, but it felt wrong as soon as I stepped inside. So. I wandered around a bit, and then I stumbled on the body, just like it is now. And you had no scheduled meetings? Uh, you weren't there to meet with the principal? Oh No, of course not. This is a party. The, 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 there's nothing. I, I had nothing to do with any of the planning. It's, it's, I, I was just here. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, can you please uh, see if uh, Kyle is in there? And if he is, can you please send him to me? That's funny enough, because as you are actually leaving the library with Sydney, um, two figures come running towards you. And for the sake of role play, how concerned should I be about like letting people know there's a dead body here? Uh, letting who know? I guess what I'm saying is like, I uh, spooky Aurelius man said, investigate the murder. Do I need to like worry about like morals and the fact oh. that there is a murder and? No, you're you're you're. Who cares you're, about morals? You're 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 fine for that. Uh, okay. Your your mission is to solve this and get out. So like you're just trying to solve it. You're you don't. Okay. I d- I don't want to be callous and being like <laughs> principal's dead. You didn't know that. Why'd you kill him? They people might resist you with that technique, but but I could it do is it. Valid. Maybe. Yeah, okay. it is it is a valid technique. Okay. Um, two individuals. Two individuals. Do they both have large flat brimmed hats? Uh, neither of them do. Oh, okay. Uh. One is tall, thin, black hair, puffer vest, and puffer vest, and a checkered shirt. Um, the other is more squat with buzzed hair, um, and a leatherman jacket. Um, with if you look closer, you can see it says "Homecoming King" and varsity football embroidered on it. That's on just the one of them. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm gonna intercept them in the hallway and say, "My name is Mister um, Security Guard, and I'm here to." <laughs> do a i was about to say do a murder and that is incorrect uh, we 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 heard screams uh well what's 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 going on there's been a murder uh, i'm going to need to to question you you each oh my gosh who's dead an excellent question uh which will be answered in time what are your names uh the uh, one with the leatherman jacket gives you a small salute and says i'm i'm emil and the other one with the vest and checkered shirt uh, nods and says, I'm Kyle Miller. Oh, foreigner. Uh, Emil, which, which one of those individuals has the uh, football and prom king jacket? Emil. And, and it's prom king? 
Homecoming king. But Homecoming king things. Okay. Well, I would like to talk to to Kyle first. Uh, sh- sure thing. Um, I I find a place that is uh actually probably just in the hallway is fine. Okay. Uh, uh, Emil kind of st- stands off, or he he waits. You can also take him to the library. That would be fine as well. There's you know there's um, other one in there is a dead body, but. I, I don't know if I want to muddy the waters by letting them investigate the body. <laughs> that is fair. Un- unless that's the designated place for interrogation. You can do whatever you'd like. Okay. Just here in the hallway, I, I want to ask him a few okay. questions. Cool. Uh, shoot. Kyle, what is your occupation? Uh, I'm a baker uh, slash uh, wedding singer, event planner, kind of all sorts of things. Man of many talents. You wear a lot of hats. Yeah, yeah, actually, I do. Do you, what? What kind of hats? Uh, oh. <laughs> we're talking. We're ta- not talking metaphorical hats. Just, oh, you know, what kind yeah, of hats? You, you're talking uh, real, real hats. Real hats. Yes. Real hats. There we go. Uh, oh yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll wear the the old ball cap every now and then. Depend depending on how flashy I'm feeling. If I'm, if I'm doing a bit um, at a wedding, you know, I'll, I'll, I might. Um, pull out uh you know a, a good old stetson uh for a country song or something like that um but nothing too crazy gotcha and kyle you know a lot of uh people in high school they kind of fall into like a, a stereotype or a, a niche uh what, what kind of kid were you were you a band kid theater kid uh, I, was a, I was a theater kid oh you were a theater kid and where yeah. are you from um well uh actually well i'm from here now um parents uh i was an exchange student um I originally planned to be from perth but this continent in more new zealand so we'll see if i can get back to <laughs> australia australia oh, okay it, australian it, if yeah. it's not pertinent information um, or should i say pertinent, pertinent information uh but yeah my uh parents were uh moved out here right after i graduated um so been out here yeah 10 years now gotcha Kyle, um, what was your uh, relationship with Principal Coolidge? Oh, uh, I mean, I went to school here, which is how I know her. Um, but after I graduated, I mean, I, mean, I don't I haven't really had much contact with her. I've seen her in town. Um, I because you know, again, I work at the bakery. By the way, called Miller Delights. Uh, we do we do again wedding cakes, planning. If you're interested, hands your business card. <laughs> I, I take voracious notes on on this. Okay. Like, do you do pastries? Oh, pastries, anything mm. you want. Uh, we got, we got, we got savory pastries. We got sweet pastries. We got pastries in between. We got so many things. It sounds like this needs more thorough investigation. I Appreciate think so. <laughs> Kyle, could, cool. could you please, um, the, the principal is dead. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, right. Uh, that is a, there is a bit of a wrench, a bit of a spanner and things. Um, yeah, well, uh, I, um, I'm, I'm one of the ones who, uh, orga- helped organize this thing, uh, along with Lilith. Um, it was our whole idea. I mean, we, we got permission, we got the funds, we did all the invitations, decorations, catering, everything. Um, the, uh, principal, uh, insisted on helping with certain aspects. Um, so. Uh, like I, what, what was she most interested in helping with uh, with the uh general program of the evening 
when that. things were? Uh, more or less. Did she have specific things she wanted said at this? Yeah. Uh, by her herself, I'm assuming. Yeah. She gave a little presentation. Uh, what, what was her message? It's very important. It is imperative that we know all of the details well, of her final moments. I mean, it wasn't exactly a final moment. How would you um, She uh, showed a video, um, her own version of highlights from our senior year. Spoke a little bit. Um, what were the highlights? They weren't exactly our highlights, which is why Lilith and I didn't really want it played. Think of it more as a a, a, a gag reel, a humiliation tape. Of kind herself? Of, no, students. The embarrassing moments from senior year. The time when the lead voice for the spring musical cracked their voice in their solo at the time when someone tore their ga- gown at graduation um the time when someone tripped up at a track me that that sort of thing it's not interesting is is this something that is fits along with her character as a person yeah yeah it's awful real really she likes making fun of students Sticks, mm. still does really hasn't really changed since I was there. My brother's a student here, actually. Mm. So it's a shame. Was this on a DVD? Yeah. This highlight reel she had. Yeah. And did it seem like something that she compiled herself personally? Oh, yeah. She was always carrying around a video camera um, during school events and stuff like that. Like to have stuff just in case, I suppose. Interesting. Detective aside, so here we have a DVD. It doesn't sound like she found it unless she lost the DVD and refound it. I was imagining the DVD was some threat that she found, but that because afterwards it says what secret. So I assumed the DVD was something she found that clued her into needing to find a secret and check the locker room. Um, because she also has her note that said which one sent it in the yearbook. So I thought the DVD was what was sent. I guess it still could be. But Kyle is making it sound like it would not be unreasonable for this just to be something that she had made herself. End of aside. Okay, so she shared this highlight reel. Was there anyone who was visibly upset by by this? Um, multiple people, yeah. Uh, basically anyone who was on the highlight reel. Mm-hmm. Were you on the highlight reel? <sighs> there was one clip of me uh, from the fall play. I tripped on one of the uh, set pieces as we were moving in and out, fell right on my face, right as the kittens uh, rolled up, and there I was, sprawled out, broke my... Uh, um, prop I was holding at the time, um, and it's a very serious scene. I was about to give a monologue, and the auditorium just broke out into laughter. So it wasn't great, but I mean, such is the uh, life of a dramatist. I was going to like fake laugh at that as a joke, but that would be that just <laughs> doesn't feel right. That feels too mean. Um, I <laughs> I sincerely apologize to him with more uh, sincerity and soberness than I did to, to anyone uh, 
dealing with the murder. Oh, that's all right. He seems very nonplussed about that. He d- it does not okay. seem like it has phased him at all. Gotcha. Um, Kyle, what 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 did you spend the later part of this evening doing? The first part, uh, it sounds like you were uh, setting up, um, making sure things were going okay. When when you had a little bit of uh, time to enjoy the party, where where did you find yourself? Oh, yeah. Um. Well, I was I was uh in the party for the most part, uh, helping out the DJ. Um. But I mean, uh, we just recently blew out some speakers, so I went to the band room looking for some more. And I I was in there when I heard the scream, so I ran around, ran out, and ran into uh, a meal in the hallway and ran into you folk down here. Okay. And Kyle, if is there anyone who would have killed the principal? If oh. someone killed the principal, who would it be? Oh, uh, I, I don't like to point fingers. I, I, I haven't seen many of these people in, in years, so I don't I don't really know most of them very well anymore. Not ten of them stick, stuck around town, so not really I sure. See. Well, thank you, Kyle. Um, we we may be speaking again soon. Don't leave uh, town. Uh, I'm gonna go replace the speakers if that's all right. Um, I think the the party is cancelled. Uh. You kidding? We planned you, this for a year. That took a whole year. I had to, I had to get Lilith back from overseas. Like this was a whole production. We can't just cancel now. Besides, like the the the, the uh, uh, shouldn't we at least wait till the, the 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 police arrive? You don't want anyone leaving or panicking. He clearly really wants the party to keep going. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and obviously, I want to push back against that until he said we don't want people leaving. Do I give him the satisfaction of finishing his party? For now, I do. All All right. right. (laughs) Fix your speakers. But you do anything towards I go in there and I shout that there's been a murder. All right. All right. Yeah. No no problem, mate. He uh, runs down the hallway um, back to where you assume is the band room. Okay. Um, I'd like to talk to Emil yet, but I do a quick check back in the library. Um, that the body is how it was left, yes? The body is exactly how you left it. It's a little moved around now because you've messed with yeah, it, but from me. nothing out of the ordinary. The trophy. Yes. I want to look at that. Ooh, okay. You look at the trophy. It's a track trophy. What year? 2007. Oh. Hmm, Interesting. Any other uh, significant details? Uh, nope. It just says uh, Track Team 2007. Um, so you assume they won some event. doesn't specify which. Okay. But as okay. It's definitely pretty hefty. Man, so I already want to ask more questions to, to Sydney and Kyle, but I, I don't want to <laughs> wait until the very end to meet the murderer. So uh, let's uh talk to emil is he still still around she he he, he. in the yeah the hallway yep so as you find as you, you pull emil aside uh he follows you um and asks what 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 do you want what do you want what do you need emil i'm gonna be asking you a few questions um sounds reasonable uh first of all is there a trophy uh a trophy display in this school he kind of looks, gives, uh, looks around. Um, not we don't have like a trophy case or a trophy hall, but um, the uh, offices by the uh, locker room have trophies inside them. So, yeah. Okay. 
Thank you. Uh, Emil, what's your occupation? Oh, well, I'm surprised you had to ask. Uh, I'm I'm an I'm an actor now. Uh, you might recognize me from the uh, Tarot Cream commercials. I I was the hand model. Uh, ho, ho, ho. You know, I, I, I knew I, I recognized those dainty fingers. I know, I know. Uh, I've done some I've done some film work as well. Uh, pretty pretty extensive stuff. But uh, in fact, uh, in a month we're going to start shooting the Winged Fury. Uh, directed by none other than uh, Steven Spielberg, of course. Uh, so, yeah, you know, kind of a big deal. Yeah, you know, the, the thing I know about people who are a big deal is they usually say they're a big deal, and that's how I know that you really are a big deal. Yeah, I, I figured, you know, you know, you know, gotta let people know, gotta, gotta, gotta bask you know, you know, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I see that you also, uh, that you're... Your accolades did not just start now. It looks like in high school you were a homecoming king. Is that right? Born to be a star. What can I say? I see. And you're, you're still basking in that light with your jacket. I see. It's wonderful. <sighs> Gotta, you know, taking a, you know, reliving the glory days a little bit. I, I'm trying to get back into the the high school spirit. We're, we're going to start shooting a, a film later. And I'm, I'm playing, a again, a high school football player and so i want to get back into that mindset you know yeah well emil with with all that you have going on i guess the question is how did you even have time to come to your 10-year high school reunion i just lined up perfectly and you know emil or kyle and lilith were pretty insistent that i be here so you know i can't can't disappoint can't disappoint my friends my my peers did did you have a friend group in high school? Of course. Who who were who were in that group? Oh, a bunch of buddies from my football team. He lists off like the whole football team. He lists off the whole cheerleading squad. Uh, the names are mostly <laughs> meaningless. The only name that really catches your eye are Lilith Han and uh, Aaron Lee. Lilith and Aaron friends. My notes look atrocious i wanted them to look all nice and fun <laughs> they're real bad uh, but i have notes um okay interesting well actually not especially interesting but the five of them are not necessarily a group so doesn't look like they were they were not a tight-knit gang okay so ain't the breakfast club <laughs> mm, okay emil uh what what where have you been uh, tonight? Can you outline? By the way, the principal is dead. Oh my gosh! He like takes a step back, and it, it seems uh, uh, he looks shocked. like he's about to monologue. <laughs> yeah, a spotlight comes down. Alas, poor Coolidge. <laughs> <laughs> I knew her not very well. <sighs> yes, he like starts going to Hamlet. Yeah, you have to stop him from going in full Hamlet. But it's like butchered <laughs> Hamlet. He clearly does not really know Hamlet. It's right. like. He's an actor, not a theater. Yes. Kid. Wherefore art thou, Hamlet? What oh. <laughs> you egg dies? What that, you egg that, dies? That that that's the extent. Yeah. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. So he he does look shocked. Uh, but yeah, oh. can you please outline to me where you were? Uh, what you did? Yeah. Uh, stayed in the gymnasium most of the time. Uh, took you know some drinks got some food uh watched the program for a little bit uh i came out here to visit the you know take a turn around the old locker rooms you know i'll relive the glory days and again get into that 
that mindset for high school mm-hmm. football player. High school football player. High did you uh, <laughs> did you uh, get any trophies back in the day? Uh, we don't. Uh, our division doesn't really do trophies for football. If you're that's what you're wondering, no. But uh, did you? find see any trophies when you went over to the locker room oh like i said there's trophies in the coaches rooms or coaches offices okay okay yeah um emil when when were you in the the locker room would you say Ooh, uh probably been around eight o'clock uh probably probably a little little later yeah uh, maybe Eight thirty to nine, nine forty ish around there. I came from here, so mm, mm-hmm. you know. And was there anything interesting about the locker room that you observed? Uh, I don't know. Sound felt like uh, someone just showered, and they're still humid, like it always is. Always is has that strange smell, like back in the day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like walking back in time. Okay, I did notice that. Uh, one of the doors to the coach's offices was ajar. Okay. Okay, well, thank you. Um, I'm excited to see you in Winged Fury. Oh, uh, of course, of course. And, and really, truly, it's been a pleasure. Um, I know, I know, I know. Yep, 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 yep. yep, yep. Oh, I see you have a what business a card. Would, would, you, would you like me to sign that? <laughs> <laughs> I... I want to use that. I want to use that one. I want to give someone business cards like, oh, you brought that for me to sign it. Okay. Like after I gave it to them five minutes earlier. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Man, the hardest thing is to know what my priorities are right now because there are so many things I need information about. I need to confirm the schedule, but I need to meet these people for sure. So I, I'd like to talk to Lilith next um, if I'm able to find her. I assume that Kyle has uh, a read on where I can find Lilith. Uh you ask Kyle. Uh I don't know. I she came in about um I uh, let's see. She left the, the gymnasium about 8:30 or so. Um haven't seen her since. Okay. Well, I guess I will have to to keep an eye out for her. Um Aaron. I I guess I'm asking who yeah, uh, who Kyle. You're asking Kyle about Aaron, uh, where is she? I to tell you the truth, man. I don't. I don't know. I I didn't even invite it. I don't. I don't. I figured. I didn't, I didn't know where her address was. I figured Lilith probably found her address, but uh, I saw saw her at the, at the beginning, but when she checked in, uh, but I haven't. I haven't really seen her since. Uh, she was here a little bit in for the party. Probably left. Uh, probably around the same time Lilith did. I'd say. Did she leave with her? No, not together. Okay. Okay, well, it sounds like I need to do a little bit of searching. What I'd like to do first, is there a school map or anything, or am I mostly just... There is a map. Let me send this to you. (laughs) You are just... I was waiting for you to ask. So as you walk down the hallway right outside the library, there is this nifty map... Everhart. I didn't uh, even remember that there was a oh, name. Okay. It's Everton. Everhart. Sorry. It's Everton. Ignore oh, Ever- that. It's, Everton it High School. Everhart. It's Everton High School. Okay. Home okay. of the Buccaneers. Okay. Man, I'm feeling like this is a game of Clue. I have a good <laughs> guess that one of these individuals was in the auditorium and one was in the... Okay. 
All right. Interesting. I first would like to head on over to, ooh, man, so much to do. Let's head over to the locker rooms. The locker rooms. Okay. Uh, there should be an ajar door, a, a door open nearby. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the locker room, so how it looks is it's it's split uh, kind of in half. Um, and so you can see, so on the north side would be the men's locker room and the south side would be the women's locker room and there's a hallway leading to the office. Um, so the op- door to the office is ajar. I enter in. Okay, cool. Um, as you walk through the hallway, it is definitely humid in here. Like, woof, it, and it does not smell great. Um, this is in the the teacher's room the locker room the locker as you walk oh. towards the office through the locker room area um, oh there's okay. like a hallway separating them so as you walk down that hallway you're not in the lock the like the shower parts but like the humidity is leaking out so it's, okay. it's humid in here I, I definitely want to check that out but the going through this door that's open mm-hmm. is into the teacher's room right yes into, a, into the office. office yeah okay yeah so the office okay so you see um a desk um, and a a line of trophies um, on is there a one spot of the shelf. Missing? Funny that you say that because there is there is a spot missing. Um, it goes in chronological order. So 2006 jumps spot missing 2008. So it definitely Curious. looks like there is a trophy missing. There's a desk um, with paper on it. Um, there's a trash bin by the desk. Um, and yeah. Whose office is this? Uh, as you look at for a nameplate on the desk, um, it says Sydney Lowell. Uh, huh. Would make sense. Okay. Do a scan of the room. Look in the trash bin. Um, look on the, the papers on the desk. Okay. Uh, papers on the desk. Fairly normal and nothing too crazy. Um, just schedules. To do list. In. Kill yeah. the principal. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Get the principal just away. Stuff. But funny you say that because on the floor, uh, you see um, there is a crumpled note on the side of the trash can. Uncrumple. You uncrumple it. <clears throat> it says, quote, you ruined my life, Grace. It's time someone ruined your you ruined yours. Um, from... From the other artifacts within this room, just going full snoop, is this in similar handwriting to the other handwriting? This definitely looks like the same handwriting as the handwriting on the desk and on the other papers as well. Almost certainly Sydney's. Maybe a little more deliberate, not as rushed, but looks similar to the same if same handwriting. You're not a you're not a handwriting expert, but you think so. Interesting. I ba-ding, put that in my inventory. Cool. As you are in the coach's office, you left the door open, and you can hear something. Someone's entered one of the locker rooms, and it's 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 a woman's voice. You can't quite make out all all the words, but you definitely hear the phrase. There's been a complication. I don't know. That's what the meeting. And then some, something interrupts the voice. Uh, you hear more footsteps, a pause, and then footsteps running. What are the odds that I can catch a glimpse at these individuals? I burst out of the office. You burst out of the office, they're already gone. They have run. Curses, you were monologuing, and I should have just <laughs> interrupted you and ran. 
It's funny, whenever I play D&D and they like, you know, they're, the villain is monologuing, I'm like, I attack him right now. That <laughs> because is, maybe you get a, a round yeah. of advantage. Surprise, surprise round. <laughs> Darn, I, I, I wasted my, my surprise round. Okay. Complication in the plan, something, something, meeting in. They were in definitely in, in one of the locker rooms on the men's or women's. You can't really, you couldn't really tell from okay. um, where you were in the office. But. Interesting. Why would they choose the locker room to meet to talk? I heard two voices and two footsteps, so they weren't on the phone. Ooh. Well, you heard one voice and then a second pair of footsteps come in later. Oh, so it's not necessarily one person talking to the other person. It could be one person on the phone, another person scared him off. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Interesting. Okay, I want to figure out this humidity. Is it possible that someone washed something off? Ooh. So you go into the um, uh, into the locker rooms. Um, you go into the... Which side do you go into first? Uh, let's go into the the women's side. Okay, women's side, humid, super humid. It looks like it feels like the shower's been turned on recently. Um, you go into the shower area, uh, wet floor, definitely. Um, as you walk past the sinks, you see the mirror. On the mirror, in like traced out letters, as if someone had taken and drawn it with their finger, are the words, "I'll be watching." <laughs> The plot thickens. A message from the curator. In these Everton halls, a message appeared. Written by spirited hand, a blood-colored fish, but look at the money. What had the principal planned? A secret or two, buried in flames, revived in digital light. What happened at this nostalgic event that led to a death tonight?